it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's Nick, it's the Citywide Special. The Flyers have selected Matvey Mishkov with the seventh pick in the NHL draft. Could the Broad Street Bullies finally have the generational talent they've been seeking to push the team out of mediocrity and into contention? Kevin Hayes has been traded for a meager return to the St. Louis Blues. Who else could be on the move? The Phillies take two of three versus the pathetic New York Mets and win their series opener against the Cubs. But will Bryce Harper hit a home run ever again? The Sixers continue to inch closer to retaining James Harden, while Tobias Harris remains on the trade block. And what are the best hoagies to eat in South Philly? All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Can't complain. Another start to the week. Great to be back. The sun is shining. No more rain. So I feel pretty happy right now. Yeah, you know what is coming back? That smoke, man. <laughs> yeah, did I did you get that, that alert did. for that air quality today, <laughs> yo? Yeah, I was just like, damn. And then watching the Phillies game last night, that smoke's out in the Midwest. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go again. This is it, baby. But, uh, it's yo. It's a new reality. It's a new normal. Yo, it's just summertime in the city, man. It's always smoke. Always some sort of fire. Always some sort of commotion going on. But, hey, life's good. Um, after walking around South Philly for... For what, 10 miles, getting hoagies and then playing kickball the next day. I can say that my bunion seen better days, but uh, <laughs> that's why we got to get a sponsorship from a masseuse and then I'll get yeah, all the massages for that bunion I want. <laughs> and uh, on that note, kickball, man, I think we're playing 4th of July, South Philly, Marconi Plaza. If you want to play some ball, come through. We'll have a good time. We'll probably barbecue or picnic or something. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll kick it over to our special guest talking about the hoodie crawl. We got our cute designer friend here, Nick. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, that joke is still running. Uh, of course. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm going to give very mediocre takes on sports, but uh, very good takes on hoagies. All right, so we just saw minutes ago the Flyers with their first pick take a big swing. Take the uh, very highly touted but somewhat risky Russian right winger, uh, Matvey Mishkov. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. We Sounds got, like, pretty Russian. Sounds we got, like we got like good. five million years to figure out um, how to actually say his name before he comes over here and plays. But I love this. This is awesome. Uh, I think this was the best case scenario. I, I was, you know, didn't really think that he'd be around for them to pick. Uh, but sure enough, he is. The uh, Montreal goes off the board a little bit, takes the defenseman, uh, Reinbacher, and of course the uh, you know flailing Coyotes were probably not going to take a player like that because I don't know if the dude wants to play in a in a college arena. <laughs> so yeah, he's not coming he to America here for, for us. That. And you know this is uh, th- this makes me feel good just about the whole direction of the uh, the team. You know, a lot of questions up in the air. Like, is this just going to be the same old Flyers? Are they actually changing? Is this all just marketing bullshit? But I, I think a pick like this kind of signifies that they are actually willing to take these big swings, really go for it. They're not taking a, uh, you know it's not a safe pick, but this is a guy who under normal circumstances, probably would have been the second to go after Bedard, and we get him at seven. I mean, this kind of feels like the same as the uh, the Eagles draft, getting a guy who probably could have gone first or second at, uh, at what, 10 or, or whatever. 
Um, you know, it was it was a nice uh, uh, palate cleanser after the Sixers boring ass draft oh, where they didn't Jesus. have any picks and uh, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. I think this is awesome. I mean, I've said this before. I'm not the biggest uh, hockey knowledgeable person. However, I guess it was exciting. I don't know. I did some looking at mock drafts just today while I was taking a shit. So I was like, all right, well, this guy could be on the board. Who knows? The guy Leonard. Um, I also didn't know that there was like contracts that people signed that you had to wait for these guys. So I like that the guy is a good player, I'm assuming. I also think that that means that they're committed to the rebuild. And obviously, if like this guy has a three-year mark, like, okay, so nobody's... I feel like if you see this guy getting signed or drafted, whatever, they're not ready to do anything crazy, which we all know as fans. But I feel like as a as a franchise too like they're committed to the rebuild which is nice to see it's not like they're looking to do patch jobs so i like that they didn't trade anybody big yet like harp yeah your boy <laughs> but you know <laughs> but we'll see i mean it's cool i like it another little russian guy fits well with philadelphia i think his only two words that we knew that he said was philadelphia and stanley cup so yeah he's the, gonna fit right into the city the, the, fly, <laughs> yeah. the flyers who have never had any bad luck with russian players before they've all, they've all, right. they've all just worked out perfectly he'll come out for a few years and he'll get gone, traded and then never stanley blown cup up in our face nothing like that's ever happened so i think uh you know we'll see him in a couple years Obviously, it was a little odd. He was like, yeah, I'll be here sooner than you think. And then Briere's like, well, we'll get him in three years. So he's got to work on his communications. But I'm into the fact that he speaks zero English, so that's fine. But it'd be ideal if he somehow shows up and has a Philly accent within a year. That would just be hysterical. He learns how to pronounce water, water. Yeah. And hoagie. Yeah. He's yeah. got yeah, <laughs> yeah, to have some guy from South Philly being his language coach over Zoom for the next three years. They're like, who's this guy that smells like marble and mineral light? So, like, don't worry about it, but you got to learn from this guy for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does kind of seem like a Philly guy, right? Like, uh, things I was reading, hearing about him was that he's kind of an ass, right? Like, he's not, like, a jovial, bouncy, like, really bubbly kind of guy. And you kind of saw that when they drafted him. Just no expression on his face. Just seemed happy, but wasn't really super expressive. And to me, man, like, I kind of like that. I want someone with a little attitude that's just kind of mad and just out to prove it. And uh, as far as this thing with his timeline is concerned, would it be nice if he was going to come over in a year or two? Yeah, but the Flyers don't have nothing to play for. And someone as, as good as him could really raise their ceiling where they don't draft this high. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, let him stay in Russia for a few years. We'll continue to be pretty mediocre to, to just bad. And who knows? Maybe we get the next Matev Mishkov next year. I also like the fact that you play for three years in Russia. That shit's got to be no joke. I mean, I've seen Rocky mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. In the you know, so I, I don't understand. But, like, yeah. it's not like you're playing at Michigan for another year in college and, like, playing against some scrubs like you know, Ohio some pretty State. pretty boy little bitch. You know, yeah. playing some fucking private league, whatever. Like, you're playing against grown-ass fucking Russian dudes in a tumultuous situation in Russia. They got to all be pissed off about shit. Like, you know, I like that then. As long as they get hurt, that's my only fear is that, like, you know, you're there for three years. Yeah, as long I mean, as he, I could get fucked up or drafted or I don't yo, know. As long as he steers clear of the Wagner group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think he's playing okay. hockey with those guys. Have you all seen that video, right, of those Russian guys where they're doing pull-ups on a tree while a bear's, like, 
working out with yes. them or something. What the yeah. fuck? You think See, he's playing hockey against that's them guys? That's how all their hockey players train. He's probably a baller then if that's who he's playing against. He's probably hard he's as hell. against Grizzly Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. That, that video is wild, His man. 2024 highlight reel is going to be digging a fucking ditch with a Grizzly Bear in the middle of Russia. Like, all right, cool. This is great. Love this. But, you know, I mean, it's cool. It was exciting having witnessed Trevor see the pick. That led me to believe that it was a good pick because I don't know. I've been on that for two months, man. I've been saying I wanted him. But you reacted like the Russian guy did when he got drafted. You were like, nice. Trevor was like, yeah. You know, he was excited. But we'll see. Time will tell. But good move. I'm into it, I guess. Guess I got to focus now on Flyers hockey and other sports team to invest my time in. Yeah. And I think this, you know, gives them a very clear timeline for the rebuild because like by the time this guy comes over you want to be ready to like put the foot in the gas and actually go for it so you know basically they got three years collect some more picks figure out their uh fucked up cap situation get everything in order get a new uh, coach eventually probably yeah i mean just yeah i mean it's funny that you people were talking about like the you know the you know character potential character concerns with the guy. It's like, oh, is this guy going to get along with to- someone like Tortorella? It's like Tortorella ain't going to be the coach in four years. Yeah, I don't think damned. so. I'd be surprised. He'll probably still be with the organization in some capacity, but I think they'll probably will have moved on to someone else. I can't like Tortorella coaching a uh, a shitty rebuilding team for three years. I, I just don't. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to <laughs> to take it. How about like Brett Brown? Yeah. They're there for a little bit. They get like somewhat good, and then they'll be like, "All right, we're out of you. We're good. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate." I mean, it's time. weird because I mean, Tortorella is a coach that you would want if your team was really good, but it's just you know, most coaches don't, especially these days. I mean, coaches do not stick around that long. And one is like Even older, like him too, right? Yeah, like, he's he's not young. Like I could if he was a younger coach, you yeah. could see him being like, "Okay, I'll see this through." Like, and I think it's kind of been clear the way that they've been talking about this new this rebuild and the organizational shifts and stuff that they see Tortorella as like a long-term piece of that. So I think he's got a position, a role somewhere in the organization once he moves on from coaching. So it's not, it's not going to be like, we're firing you, fuck off, get out of here. It's, it's you know, at some point he's just probably going to, there'll be some kind of mutual. Yeah. He's uh, going to be tired of yeah. coaching a, a very bad team. Like I didn't think like, I think at one point in one of the earlier podcasts, I said, I don't think he lasts through this coming season. I think he lasts through this coming season, maybe even next off season. The year after that, if we're still pretty bad, I think his patience starts to wear thin at this point. Yeah. So I guess the other little bit of Flyers news, they ship off Kevin Hayes for a sixth-round pick uh, to the St. Louis Blues. You know, a, a real uh, case of uh, trade uh, blue balls with this one. Damn. It was over the weekend. Pun, pun intended? <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that. So what? No. <laughs> Damn, I thought you came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to play that one sly next time. Play that yeah, one boy. Be like, yeah. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Just punch myself in <laughs> But uh, going into the weekend, we, we were hearing these rumblings about there was something big coming with the Flyers and the Blues. It sounded like it was going to be this big multiplayer blockbuster thing. And it turns out Tory Krug was going to be part of that. He doesn't want to waive his no trade clause. Who can blame him? Who the fuck wants to get trade to the Flyers right now? So it and the, the whole deal ends up scaling back to being just Kevin Hayes. And at this point, that's pretty much what you're going to get for Kevin Hayes. Disappointing return, but can't really be too mad at Briere because it was obvious that 
they wanted to get rid of him. It was pretty clear that his relationship with Torts had kind of uh, reached a, a breaking point and that they just were not going to keep him. So. so we got a $30 million six-round pick. Essentially, uh, no, don't, we, can, don't we eat the contract saying, too? Yeah, so it'll be like three and three and a half, three and a half right? million yeah. for the next yeah, three NHL years. contracts are, are pretty low. Well, I saw the three, it's assumed you know, it was a normal contract. Now, if we're talking NBA, yeah, 30 million's a number you might yeah. eat in a contract or NFL, but of course, like the salary cap has barely gone up. It's like that's the one thing that's been annoying me about the NHL the past few years. Broke ass league. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, damn, yeah, I think. As far as the the whole trade goes, the, originally it was supposed to be what Sandheim and Hayes going to them for Krug, and probably like a first or second round pick. I would have to imagine, right? Yeah, I think the rumor was it was, uh, I guess whatever the Blues. I, I think I think the Blues they have two picks. In they have like a later so. one. Yeah, that yeah. They, yeah. But uh, something like that. Yeah, what happened is Krug wouldn't waive his no trade clause. Uh, we were talking about this a little pre pre pod, but Krug and Hayes are apparently friends, and they were texting when the trade was going down, right? So I have a feeling, right, that Krug was like, "Hey, man, I don't want to go to this sorry team, and I'm not going to waive my no trade clause, and I think they're still going to trade you here. So let's just make sure that that happens. I'm not waving nothing, and we'll be teammates in a few days, and that, that's essentially what happened. But what it also shows you, right?" Is that Sandheim has a lot of value considering that crazy contract that he's on? Yeah, that that they were really willing to that St. Louis was willing to entertain that offer before uh, Crew just decided not to waive his no trade clause. So I think the Flyers do eventually find a taker for Sandheim, but uh, it wasn't meant to be, and we end up eating half of Kevin Hayes' contract for a six-round pick, which isn't great. Yeah, I mean. As much as that, you know, obviously a, a team in our position doesn't really want to take on that Sandheim contract, and he's also been kind of an up and down player. But uh, you know, a defenseman like that that can skate as well as he can and can puck hand a little bit, that's still very valuable around the league. Even if like, Flyers fans have been kind of disappointed with him, so yeah, I, I expect him to get a pretty decent return for him at some point. Word. All right. I guess the other thing worth mentioning is. I said last pod, if Konechny got traded on draft night, I'd do three shots. Has not it's happened. Yet to happen. Well, we're how many picks for the 22nd pick? Yeah, yeah I guess we a... could still make a move. That is true. I didn't bring the Heaven Hill with me, though. Well, I will say that is one of the things that I think that the NFL has locked down. Where, like, having watched the NBA draft and the NHL draft, like... It's a little boring, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's pretty, you know. <laughs> well, the NBA I mean, draft this year was really boring, but we'll get I to that. I just feel like it's just predictable. I don't know if we're going to, but I feel like it's just kind of predictable, right? Like, you have, like, your top five picks, and then beyond that, you know, people get excited for guys, but you're talking about 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds from bump-ass Virginia or fucking, you know, Uzbekistan, Serbia, or wherever the fuck they're coming from. Like, you know, like, this guy was great in Siberia. Like, awesome. <laughs> But, like, he can't play for four years, but he will be great. Like, what? I, I, it's just a it's a different environment that I'm used to. And the fact that they got, like, their whole GM squad at these tables. That is weird. Yeah. Very odd. We're in the same suit. I respect the Flyers. Shout out. They all wore different suits. No one got the memo. So, yeah, yeah. classic Philadelphia where they're all just kind of hopefully hung over or whatever, figuring it out. But Yeah, they were in Nashville. They were probably partying last night. They man. did say they were having a good time. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. They had to thank the city of Nashville for their hospitality. Said, we you know, they were getting it last night. We were having the time of our lives. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's it's fun to watch. We'll see how these things pan out. But I think the draft has to just do something, man. Get a little. Like, my idea was that, you know, you get to pick. Maybe you're like the fifth pick. Number six is right behind you. Hockey likes to fight. Let your GMs brawl it out a little bit. Get on a little patch of ice. The sixth pick is to beat the shit out of the GM on the fifth pick. Whoever wins gets to keep the pick or whatever. But that would be – I would watch the draft night way more than I would right now. Yeah, the, fi- the Fires are hiring Jody Shelley as their their new GM for his fighting ability. Fuck it. Put Gritty up in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess no three shots for me. Yeah. But – I did say on Saturday during the hoogie crawl, which we'll get to, that if we draft Mishkov, I'll do two shots of 99 bananas. I don't have the 99 bananas with me, but next pod, two shots of 99 bananas going down. Boom. The classic victory drink. Of course, man. Long time, long time listeners, long time hangers out with us. They know about the 99 bananas. You guys really do need to get sponsored by 99 bananas. That has to be the first one. That would be cool. Or the 99 Corporation. I can't imagine man. they're sponsoring a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. We'll have to uh, we'll have to pitch that to them. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll never have to buy another bottle of 99 bananas again for these. Just trying to dream. Trying to do like the like natural sounding ad reads for 99 bananas. <laughs> you know what I really love. It's my favorite drink. I love it. It's oh, called nice. 99 Bananas. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite thing to drink on the weekends. Yo, what I will tell you, like, obviously we're not sponsored by them, not advertising for them yet. It's great <laughs> in a protein shake, man. You get done oh, a workout. You, you want to uh, get a buzz going while you're doing your post-workout stretches. Drop a couple shots of 99 Bananas in there, some protein powder, a little almond milk, some ice, mm. a little peanut butter. That's a nice drink, that man. That shit does sound pretty good, Michael. Lie. See, man? 99 Bananas, if y'all listening. I would drink that. I'm your man. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> we're not giving out actual health advice on this. <laughs> yes, we are. This is a healthy yeah, option. We are. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's a Friday workout routine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the get you ready for the weekend. So is that about it for the Flyers? I don't think there's really much else to talk about. They got another pick coming up in a little bit. Looks like right now uh, Nashville just made their pick at 15, so a few more to go here. Uh, do we want to talk about them failing to trade D'Angelo? Oh, yeah. Didn't the – what was it? The league intervened or something? Yeah. Apparently the trade was illegal because Carolina – what happened – He's still on their cap from last year, right? Did they end up eating some salary? Oh, maybe. So they can't take so they can't. his salary back because huh. they're already still eating it. So the league outlawed that trade. So we're stuck with his racist ass. Man, stupid rules. Dumb. But, well, uh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, maybe someone else will take him. I don't know. I mean, he, he, <laughs> he certainly didn't help his value last year. He was not very good. And he's an ass. Yeah, yeah I think we're stuck with him. Yeah. Maybe he'll uh, tear his ACL during uh, practice. He's probably not going to hurt the rebuild, at least. Cause... Yeah, he might help it. He probably will. <laughs> we'll lose a couple of games because of him, for sure. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for the Flyers. Do you want to touch on the, the Phillies? Yeah. The terrible New York Mets. This was pretty great, because honestly, the, the Mets should have swept them that series. I mean, Seriously. Both, 
Both of Philly's wins were just kind of gifted to them by misplays. The first game, the the Mets missed like two pop-ups, which led to runs. And then uh, in the series finale on uh, uh, Sunday, I guess that was, there was that like fucking comedy of errors, eighth inning. They like walk a guy. Uh, they hit they, what two guys? They, they walk, Didn't they hit yeah. Turner? They walked they hit Turner a, yeah. and Schwarber. Yeah, they walked the batter. Then there was would have been a fielder's choice, but the throw to second was off, so everyone was safe. The bases are loaded, <laughs> and then they hit a guy, and they hit another guy. It's like <laughs> Damn. two runs. It was amazing. And apparently this was all just because like Buck Showalter didn't want to use like his better relievers or whatever, so he was just putting in these scrubs, and they just completely blew the game. Well, fuck the Mets. Yeah, I think that the Phillies are today. Still oh, wait, did you see today behind? the um, that dude? Uh, what's his name? Cohen something. Oh, the uh, owner. Yeah, he he, he had that he press did. conference yesterday. Yeah. Was it? No, it was today. Oh, I didn't I thought see it was yesterday. I okay. didn't see the actual what was said in the press conference. He but, said he's in a heavy sell mode. But there was this hilarious. Oh, selling. He wants to get rid oh, of people. Okay. What they said. Yeah, he's tired of losing that that money. I guess, but um. There was this, the hilarious thing about it was instead of having them at like a podium or like a regular table, they used this table that had a Mets logo tabletop on it. It looked like some kind of novelty table that you buy at the, <laughs> the Mets gift shop or something. <laughs> and then the chair, the chair he was sitting in was a baseball glove chair. Like he got out of his uh, race car bed. We were watching the press conference. Read his uh, copy of if you give him yeah. else a cookie on the way he's to the press like, conference. Yeah, he's got Superman bed sheets. And <laughs> shit. He's, I did not see that. He's wearing the Batman pajamas with the cape on it. And shit. <laughs> Favorite movie is Big. He's like, man, I love this shit. Yeah. Damn. When I'm no, no one actually, yeah. <laughs> no one actually knows how he ended up with all this money. He's, no one knows yeah, how most of these billionaires end up with any of their money. Yeah. Probably through crime. <laughs> but um yeah dude that that was that was fucking hilarious that that team is amazing they're like they have a payroll that's like the size of like the gdp of a of like a mid-sized country or whatever <laughs> yeah not even and third world and they, might, yeah. and they might end up being sellers at the deadline fantastic love seeing the mets be bad yeah, yeah. i think just top to bottom the, the, everything is just awful like ownership the G, like the GM, the manager, the team, the logo, the stupid apple. I mean, it's funny too. Yeah, the, the the mascot, yeah, Mr. Mets, dude, one of the dumbest looking mascots. Yeah. That's it. What's your team name? The Mets. What's your mascot? Mr. Met. Come on, man. Wait, <laughs> Get come a on grip, now, dude. Bullshit. I mean, we do have the Philly fanatic, <laughs> but, he, yeah, but, but that's he's the best. A, he's the best mascot, and he's got a great story. He's from the, a tortoise from the Galapagos Islands that just <laughs> mute, like became a mutant mm-hmm. mascot. He's the man. Dude. <laughs> he's got a great story. Like he's some rags to riches. Uh, he is. Like, no, he's, he's not even up, from this country. Yeah. He, he he's all about he the American up, dream, he man. On the, he grew up on the streets of Galapagos. Yeah. Know. He he. An extinct being too. I mean, yeah, he migrated to America. Now he's got a lemonade got stand made, until he had dude. enough money for a makeshift raft to come yeah. here to America to seek a new life. Mm-hmm. Much better story than Mr. Met. What'd he do? He was but a baseball player. The other thing that's hilarious, too, is that I remember back before the season started, we were all making fun of the Mets fans for how upset they were about the World Baseball Classic and Ooh, losing, yeah. um, I'm blanking on his name. Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. 
And it was, and we were all just saying, dude, you guys have this insane juggernaut team. You're not going to, you're freaking out because you lost this one guy. And I guess maybe it turned out that was before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the I whole team. Were, I guess they were right. Yeah, they were really bad, man. Like, just watching that game and watching the whole series, just watching Buck Showalter. Like, my man's just like, he's too old to be, to be managing baseball these days. Like, yeah, he looks like what, the, what shit. the hell was he doing on Sunday? I don't know, man. He's smoking bad dope, dude. Dude, it's like that team pretty much just swapped places with the Marlins. Yeah, you know, the yeah. Marlins are that's good. frustrating as shit. We're still eleven games understand. behind. What yeah. are they? Only seven. Games don't they behind? still have a pretty bad run differential? It's getting better. Yeah, they, they've won a lot of one run. Seems games. like they're, they're a little more, lucky. They're yeah, they're definitely. It's definitely been some luck, but they're a little more for real than I think I originally gave them credit for. But yeah, I still get, think that we're the better team, and we should pass them in the standings at some point. I think. They got the one dude, he's hitting 400, 400 yeah, in ju- almost in July. You know yeah. who else isn't doing too bad, though, for them? Segura's looking pretty good. Oh, James Segura? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. They, wa- they walked the guy ahead of him, and Gene got real pissed. The next pitch, bang, out the second, walk-off walk off single. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, but the Phillies are okay. I mean, it's been the talk of the town the whole time about, like, can they be consistent? They're winning games, but they're not they haven't yet done enough. And every time they play a decent team in their own division, they can't get that shit done. The Braves just fucking housed them. I mean, they couldn't do anything against that team. And, like, yeah. cool, you're beating the Cubs. The you Braves know. are frustratingly awesome. Yeah. It sucks yeah. to say, but they are probably the best team in There's only 14 right or 15 players in the whole MLB that have played every game this season for their team. We have one with Schwarber. The Braves have four. Jesus. The only other team that has more than one are the Dodgers, and that's whatever. But, like, to have four or five guys play every single game this year and still be where you are is pretty remarkable. I mean, they're like, they are frustratingly good at playing baseball. But the fact that you're behind the Marlins, just pathetic. Especially yeah. with our bankroll. We won't laugh about the Mets' bankroll. We're paying a shit ton of money to have a good baseball team, yeah. and no one wants to play baseball. Turner's finally playing good. His mom, normal check-in calls. He's tearing it up in June. <laughs> but then you got Harper playing like a fucking bum. I'm over, like, you rushed back to get out of here with that injury. I get it. Tommy John, historical. Damn, really oh, my God. Bryce Harper out? Yeah, hit the fucking ball. <laughs> I don't give a shit what base you want to play. Dude, that, Stop that, focusing about first base. Who gives a shit what That base? man's got two good thumbs. No excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just saying, like, as a fan watching the game. Yeah, you I don't, wanted Derek Hall to rush back with his torn thumb. Bryce Harper, you're mad at him for rushing back? I'm mad at him for, I don't want to see, instead of BP, I'm watching this guy catch fucking ground balls to first base. I don't give a shit if he wants to play first base. Focus on the elbow, get that swing back, let's hit some fucking dingers over here. We didn't pay your bitch ass to hit, what's he got, three home runs? Yeah. Does he have to change his jersey number to get more home runs? Like, what are we doing here? I want to hear this shit. More. Yeah, yeah he come on now. It's his fourth dinger. That's all I'm saying, like, we're losing games by like one or two runs. So he's a game changer here if he just gets his act together. Everybody else is picking it up. You rush back to get in here, start playing like it then. Yeah, I think... I, I won't call him out as aggressively as you did. Calling out the franchise is it's a bold move. But, uh, yeah, they definitely need some power from him. Like, the Phillies just... Their numbers in terms of home runs and slugging percentage towards the bottom of the league, which when you have Schwarber, Castellanos, Real Muto, Harper... Even uh, even Turner, like you expect to hit it for a little more pop and a little more power. Schwarber's carried his end of the deal. Castellanos is crushing it in terms of doubles, still hitting well over 300. Swamp man's killing the game right now. But uh, 
yeah, Harper, man, it would be really nice for him to to drive the ball with some authority. Some of these balls are just on the ground or just these lazy fly balls, and I get it. Like, he's he's not all the way, all the way back yet, and uh, confidence probably isn't there, but he's got to wake up at some point if they're going to really go on a run. Yeah. But, he needs uh, to start hitting them dingers. Yes. The other thing that I thought while we're talking about Phillies Mets is, yo, are we going to London dude, in 2024? Yeah. Phillies and Mets in London. We, we should do that, dude. Oh, the podcast goes international. We go to that Philly bar in London. Oh, Pat yeah. Young Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I heard their cheesesteaks are pretty good. Well, we'll determine that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do. <laughs> Yo, not speak too soon. You could not go on a hoagie crawl in uh, in London. Yo, have any of y'all been to London? I'm no, not. No, I heard the food is very bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen. I've I haven't had the food, but I've seen pictures. That's what enough do, for me. What do people eat out there? Fish and chips. Uh, they fish. Eat like, I like fish and chips. They eat like every day though. Toast with True. beans on. Oh them. yeah. That Baked I like beans. Eel pies. Yeah, I uh, fuck with eel lizards. And like sushi. Uh, the breakfast I'm enticed uh, about, but it's like the lunch and dinner that just seems very much the same eat, boring uh, shit. Uh, you know, cats and dogs. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, other things that people like as pets. They just they eat them all up over there. In, Damn. In, <laughs> Yo, but what about? So you said the royal beans family just and fox. toast, so like baked yeah. beans. They got yeah. bacon, they got yes. meat. I mean, the, the classic English breakfast is pretty dope. If you want like a, a huge that? meaty breakfast. It's like, uh, you know. Bangers like and mash. It's like, it's like uh, sausage, blood bacon, sausage, sausage, bacon, white and black pudding, grilled tomato. What's yeah, white and black so, pudding? It's like those little fucking situation. Yeah, they're like little like <laughs> hockey pucks. They got like salt, oh, I seen that before. before. They got like sauteed mushrooms, little beans, yeah. little eggs. Damn, that's it's like a huge plate Yeah, breakfast. Listen, breakfast food. I had they got that out of the park. Breakfast all but yeah. lunch. Yeah, yeah but you can't a, eat that every day while you're like. When I was in Ireland, I had like the yeah. Irish breakfast, which is the exact same, same thing, thing, only they substitute uh, whatever toast for just soda bread, like Irish soda. Yeah, bread. I like the soda bread. I had that. Miss you with the fucking raisins, though. I hate raisins. I don't know if I can't do it. But yeah. I don't. I, well, actually, the, in, in England, like the the Indian food is like huge. That's what I heard. Yeah, they love like, curry. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they they have to rely on their like colonized uh, the food that they you know <laughs> from their like, uh, yes we their found this spice empire. yes we found this spice while we were traveling around the world. Let's go over there for the game and fight the king. Yeah. Yeah. Who was to take him down a notch? Uh, Charles? Charles? Right? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, I knew that. This, that old prick. With his mm-hmm. big sausage fingers? Yeah, I ain't scared of him. Yo, what we gotta do, right? So we gotta go there for the game. Chase Utley's over there. Yeah, he's like the, the oh, MLB yeah. brand ambassador or whatever for... <laughs> no, he does have some job like that. Yeah. That's hysterical. That cracks yeah. me up. So we gotta go over there. Play catch with Chase Utley <laughs> like yep. Mac from It's Always Sunny. Fight the king. Have a good really. time. Recruit him, go to the palace, go up there with a battering ram, knock the door down, and get the king's yeah, ass out there, man. Steel. He ready to square up? I'm down. Let me get a couple yeah. Guinnesses. I mean, I'm good. I can do whatever you want. Do you think you could? You think? How would you think it would end up if you tried to to fight one of those uh, Buckingham Palace guards? 
think you've got a good. They don't carry guns, right? They do, do but they? I think that what? they stand very still. So you got one good shot to put yeah, them you down. Got one, yeah, you just wind up really good. Just get one. Clock them if they don't one, go down. Just get one falcon punch in. Yeah, you know? big falcon punch. Just hit them in the nuts. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> or just drop <laughs> a brick on their head. Kick, well, kick them in the dick. That, that, that punch hat's tall. Yeah. yeah, you can't drop a brick on them. That hat's tall. Yeah, kick them in the dick. Punch them in the face. Then, then I don't know what the plan right is after in. that, yeah, but you like you know, right yeah. you, you, you can take the. They're posh British people. They're they're soft. They are soft. Yeah, the scary country probably... ones are the ones you got to worry about. Yeah. The cleaner they're the accent, yeah, the more douche they are. They got that thick kind of like northeast Philly. If it was an England accent, <laughs> then or you know, fuck with those guys. But like the guys that wear the fluffy hat for a job, but like don't really do anything but stand there. Like we could definitely take a couple of those guys before they call them like you know, the real dudes. <laughs> Yeah, I think you know. I think we. I think we could do it. I think we could take a couple of those guards, have enough of us there, go in, take a couple pictures with us wearing the crown jewels, <laughs> and uh, uh, teabag King Charles, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then watch the Phillies fuck up the Mets. You know, yeah. All in a day's classic work, weekend. But yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I think we should try to figure yeah. that out. I need to get my passport yet, but uh, that sounds like the move. Well, we got plenty of time. We should look into it if we're serious about it. We can bring all the shit. People, we're important. We got the podcast. We're, we're coming up on the on London over here. Yeah, we got to tell Pashyunk Avenue they got to start serving citywide specials. They probably don't do that yet. Maybe you want to be a true South Philly bar, you got to. Smack I know, a sticker I know, in that bar. I know a couple of people who were there recently. I could ask them. I forget. I don't know if they, they do that or not. It should. Makes sense. I don't know what else is going on with the Phils. That's about it. I mean, that's about it. They got the Cubs. Yeah. Then they come home. They play uh, the Nationals. Should be easy. Shack weekend. We didn't get tickets. Oh, Oh, I forgot. Probably could still get tickets. Yeah, that is true. All right. Yeah, yeah. We might have a a Shack concert to recap next week. That's a good point. (laughs) I forgot. So I guess we can briefly little Sixers update. Not really a whole lot to go on here. They have no draft picks. They do sign a few uh, undrafted guys. I don't really know much about them. I'm not going to pretend like I do. But apparently, at least one of the guys was sort of someone who people were saying would be good for them to target if they did buy into the draft. And we got him anyway. So I guess that's a, a positive. I don't know if the, I, I doubt that they're, any of those guys are going to end up playing. But you have some dudes in the G League. Maybe someone blows up and... Who knows? Then they'll they'll trade him and it'll be good elsewhere. There was the funny bit with them uh, leaking their their whiteboard their their big uh, their big war room board <laughs> that just had a list of teams on it. Yeah, it was just in, in a normal year if they <laughs> had dra- if in a normal year if they had draft picks and they had the draft picks written on that I would be outraged. But I can't even be mad about it. I was half asleep, man. It's like I don't care about this draft. They don't have any picks. Woohoo! Woo like you saw that they want to bring James Harden back, and that they want to bring Paul Reed back. I think that's the biggest takeaways from that whiteboard. Who cares? Then the Red Wings just drafted a guy named Axel Sandin Palika. Is Axel, he from Moostraw? Axel's a pretty good name. Yes, the guy from Moostraw. Uh, I want him at yeah, twenty-two. We, we might get Moostraw. <laughs> He's our Swedish guy. Mm-hmm. Moostraw. Is Moostraw the team or the town? I think it's the team. I think. I know there's a there's a 
junior's team called the Mooseheads. No, this is Jaws. Definitely is Jaws. This is the more specific part of the head. Yes, this is the Jaws. <laughs> they, the they have a team for every part of the Moose. <laughs> yes. The Moose eyes. Moose, the moose teeth. What? The Moose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moose ass. Dude. Moose dick. You wouldn't want to be the Moose <laughs> ass. Moose ass. I play for the Moose cocks. All right. Yes, we're drafted you. That's yes. that, that sounds like a, some college football team. Well, they have like the Gamecocks. They right? have the Gamecocks. Gamecocks. Yeah. They have the Moose. They should have the Moose. <laughs> Tell you what, though, you show up to the Gamecocks game and the Moose Cocks show up, you're like, shit, I don't know if we can take yeah. these guys off. <laughs> <laughs> it's way bigger than us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, not, I'm not getting off the bus, guys. I don't know if we can do this. Are, mooses yeah. are yeah. fucking huge as shit. Yeah. I've never seen one in person, but. Those things are fucking huge. I mean, if it's if it's anything like a horse cock, I can imagine it's probably. It would massive. be funny if the, yeah. if mooses are for as big as they are, if they just had tiny. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man, that's hysterical. Yeah, so the six the sixers, I guess. I guess it's it's nothing's official yet, but it seems more and more getting close to James Harden resigning. We've been over this a million times. I guess the only difference is people are, it's now sort of being reported they expect it to be for more money than his player option, which I guess isn't that surprising. Otherwise, he would just opt in. Right. I mean, hopefully it's for just like a couple years. It's obviously not going to be anything close to a max contract. That ship has sailed. Two to three, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you figure this, I mean, this is kind of their, their window here the next one or two years, so. If if we end up with a couple bad contracts after that, it's like, well, we fucked it anyway, so who cares? Just buckle up. We've been here before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think NBA free agency starts. I think the deadline for him to opt in is tomorrow. July. Which we know he's oh. going to opt out. But the deadline for, I guess not the deadline, but when free agency starts is Friday at 6 p.m. So, yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if like we get that news Friday, neither Saturday. James Harden. Has re-signed with the Sixers for two years, fifty million a year or something like that, like which is okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, my concern is bringing him back for four years, and even if it's not a max for four years, he's gonna be old as dirt. Mm-hmm. Even though, like me and him are basically the same age, but uh, you're not playing against you know NBA professionals. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure he's no hell not getting paid sixty million a year for what I do. That would be nice. Ninety nine bananas in the old. Protein shake. Yeah, that's what he needs to be doing, man. <laughs> it, it'll turn back the clock. He'll be like he's 25 all over again. He'll be a baller. Yeah, and then, of course, we have some uh, some fun Tobias Harris news. <laughs> he was, uh, of course, asked the other day about the trade speculation, to which he says, trade spe- speculation, you know, casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, they have to realize you're not getting a six-nine forward back who can damn near shoot forty percent from three, guard other teams' best players, shoot post-up drive, play seventy-plus games a year. So of course, um, the main question everyone had from this is, what the fuck is a crumble cookie? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I guess, some sort of cookie shop franchise. I think they're headquartered in like the West Coast. Um, and Tobias Harris owns a couple franchises in the Philly huh. area. So, you know, my man's always hustling. He's probably in the hole quite a bit from his uh, NFT investments. So he's got to, he's got to, you know, pump up that uh, that that crumble cookie. 
Yeah, I had no idea what the hell a crumble cookie was. I thought I thought he was saying a crumbly cookie. A crumbly cookie. It's like your dad's right. I would trade you for a crumbly cookie. Also, uh, out of touch Sixers fans would not know what the fuck. No one knows what the fuck company that means. Crumble cookie, crumble cake, crumb cake, maybe. Yeah, coffee crumb cake. Yeah, Yeah. you know, like that shit shit. fucking rocks. Love that. Yeah, I would trade him for that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a lifetime supply of a crumb cake, fuck yeah, take the Bias Harris. Get, I'm get into out of that, that contract. Get, right. get a nice yeah. little dessert. A crumble cookie <laughs> doesn't even sound good. What a bad marketing thing. No one wants their cookie to crumble. That it just yeah, sounds bad. The like only time yeah. you want a cookie to crumble is if it's in like your ice cream or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. Even Oreos don't. No. Bad marketing. Bad, you know, all around. Mm-mm. Bad Here's bad, a, bad take on Sixers fans. Here's also a funny little tidbit about Crumble Cookie from their uh, Wikipedia page. Uh, in December 2022, the U.S. Department of Labor fined 11 Crumble Cookie franchises across the, the six U.S. states for violations of child labor laws <laughs> impacting oh, 46 shit. workers Damn. who were minors. Violations included assigning underage employees to shifts that exceeded the permitted hours and to tasks involving potentially dangerous ovens and machinery. <laughs> what the hell? How the are they parent, making their cookies? The parent, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the, parent, the parent company issued a statement apologizing and affirming their commitment to a safe and welcoming work environment. That was Crumble like was if- fined... Fifty-seven thousand eight hundred fifty-four dollars in total for the violations, which seems like they got off pretty cheap. Yeah, that's not that I mean, much. I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I know this is America, but I, even that seems like they got off pretty. That clean sounds like some Willy Wonka 46, shit. Forty-six employees violations for uh, burnt teenagers. Yeah, that's like one point one thousand per employee. That ain't nothing. Yeah, man. Someone it's got like at that point, it's just the... like we'll just keep doing it. Someone All got to do a blueberry. Have a little fun. Mm-mm. They're probably still doing it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta have an impromptu uh, inspection. Pretend to be uh, like L and I or something, and show up to wherever Toby's. Oh <laughs> no, yeah, we could definitely do that <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, we need to see the IDs of all these people. <laughs> Just burn them down. Yeah, we're the uh, we're the inspectors. <laughs> Crumble cookie, bitch ass. Crumble cookie. But yo, then that got me thinking, right? Would I? What what kind of cookies would I? Absolutely, no doubt about it. Trade Tobias for? Probably not an insomnia cookie. Uh, insomnia cookies, all right. Y'all like an insomnia cookie? There's the doodle slap. If I can lie, but okay, those always rock. They're decent. I'm not a big dessert guy. That or I'm not a sweets dude. Oh, really? for real? I don't. Yeah. I, don't really, I don't really do. It's like I do that about cookies. you. What would I trade Tobias Harris for? Or like a salty cookie snack. wise. We can do whatever, cookie wise or other snack. What will you trade them for? I know mine. You know what's a good cookie though? Do you remember when Wendy's used to have those chocolate chip cookies? No. Wendy's used to have they did. Wendy's used to have these big chocolate chip cookies, and they were like mm-hmm. really soft. Fucking like those were nice. But that was that was probably back in like salad bar days. Wendy's that was like a long Damn, time. Damn, you're ago. taking it back. But those are good ass cookies. Hmm. Yeah, I would trade him for, I think it was Acme. You used to go there. They used to always have the nice, fresh cookie cakes. Hmm. Yo, oh, the big ones. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, big yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yo, I would trade him for a lifetime supply of those, man. I'd be eating a cookie cake every day. I'd probably get diabetes, but hey, Tobias wouldn't be a sixer anymore. I'd be eating good. And they sixers probably get a decent return for Tobias, so I'd be fat and happy. And uh, Sixers would probably be a little better. 
Yeah, whoever does trade for him, I feel like just as a joke, they should mail this to the Wells Fargo Center a box of crumble cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a nice move. So I guess that's pretty much it for the Sixers, and I think we can move Pat, on to... Looking I'm looking up. What's the name? What's that good-ass pound cake? Northeast Philly. I can't think of it right now. I think you're the only one that would know. No, yeah. I know, but it's, <laughs> it's draw, I'm drawing a blank right now, but I would trade the buys for that shit. It's yeah, a you got to get your cake. parents to tell you for next pot. It's a nice, usually comes in like either chocolate or vanilla icing. Sometimes you can get it in a vanilla cake or a marble cake. Yeah. Send, send us rocks. Send, send us, uh, folks at home, send us an email at citywidepod at gmail.com and tell us which dessert you would trade Tobias Harris for. Hmm. Yeah, do that. Um, so I guess we can move on to some hoogie talk. Yeah, the yes. main event. The main yes. event. Uh, Nick, you want to you want to break down what this is, what we're talking about here? Yeah, sure. So the hoagie crawl is an idea we came up with to try all the best delis in I, in the first round. Thank you very much. In the first round, uh, all over the city. In the second round that we did last weekend, all over South Philly. Um, you know, there's lots of delis you want to try. But you can't eat a whole entire hoagie, you know, you can't eat 17 hoagie, full hoagies in a day. <laughs> so our idea was we walk around with, you know, six to eight people. We get a hoagie from each spot. We cut it up into six to eight pieces and we all try a slice and we move on to the next spot with obviously plenty of drinking in between and bar stops and stops at our houses to piss and shit. Um, and uh, we get to try a lot of hoagies and determine which ones are the best. So we want to so we want to run through the whole list here. Do we want to run through all? I guess I sixteen spots, nineteen hoagies. All right, just start from the top and. All right, so uh, yeah, we started our day here at the very spot that we're recording the pod, Trevor's house at eight uh, thirty, Saturday morning. <laughs> Never too early for a hoagie, you know what I'm saying? So uh, first spot we went to was my pals on. What is that, Pat? It's right down the 16, street from you. 16, 16 and Wolf. Wolf. So, yeah, from there we got just a straight-up regular old Italian. Yeah, start with a classic. And, uh, I mean, I can read off what I have in my notes unless you all remember anything that you liked about it. No, go. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, we gave it a solid 7 out of the 10. The seeded bread, always good. First thing in the morning, it was nice. nice and fresh. It was just really solid. Meats, cheeses. All done about as well as they could be. And would definitely do it again. I've ordered from there before. We've ordered there mm-hmm. before Many watching time. football games yeah. at your house. And uh, yeah, my pals is very solid. My pals or me pals? I always thought it was. I was so. I would say my pals. I always thought it was my pals. My pals too. makes more sense. I also feel like when I call, I guess my pals. they say but my me pals. pals is how it, you would. Am I? I think when you call, yes. they do say my pals. Do okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. a friend. You know. Like this my thing pals. of ours. Like that's my pals. My pals. Yeah, my pals. Yeah, all right. <laughs> this, this thing of ours. So we make sandwiches. <laughs> so uh, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. So we'll next we got penis. <laughs> penis deli. Uh, PNS deli. It's called penis. Uh, we got a turkey from them. It was a turkey with roasted red peppers, provolone. Um, I think it was oil. Forget what else is on there. The, the, 
turkey roasted red peppers, very good. The provolone was really sharp. That was probably yeah. my favorite thing about that one. They also did a seeded bun, but you could tell it wasn't as fresh as the one from my pals. Yeah. I don't know if we got the day before. Yeah, but... this is the risk you take when you're ordering hoagies at 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you might be getting last night. Yeah. <laughs> the delivery didn't come through yet. But still, very solid hoagie. Yeah. I like the, yeah, the, that uh, red pepper with the turkey was, was nice. It was interesting. Yeah. Like, usually you see red pepper with more of, like, your straight-up Italian meats. But, nah, just... The turkey was pretty refreshing. I will shout out that they are also the ravioli company mm -hmm. or whatever. There's a spot on 10th Street. So now I'm tempted to go in and buy some ravioli from them. Yeah, the ravioli's probably bomb. It's probably banging. But yeah, this spot was, where is it? It was on Oregon, right? Oregon. It's actually around the corner from a Custer's spot. We shot it out with Marlon last week. Yeah, yeah. Like 18th in Oregon. So a uh, yeah. solid spot. Next. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! First, the first we have of the day, the the, the ass deli, yeah, A and S or A S S S. <laughs> we got a chicken cutlet from them, man. Boo. As Trevor said, this is the the price you pay for getting a hoagie first thing in the morning. Sometimes you get last night's bread. In this case, we got last night's chicken. Oh yeah, that it's, chicken was dry was as dry. a sandy beach, dry. dude. Ugh. You took a bite and like the whole piece of chicken just like came out of the hoagie. Ugh. Yeah, it was ass. Yeah, that was I will sweet. say that when we showed up, a guy was standing on the <laughs> yeah. stoop smoking a cigarette, <laughs> and he seemed very confused why we were there and all wearing matching t-shirts. So you know they might have not been prepped yet. Who knows? I don't think they were used to this. Tour. Definitely weren't ready yeah, for that. They yeah. weren't ready for this thunder. Uh, probably so, will not be coming yeah. going back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? They might be fine during normal hours, but uh, you know. If you're going to be open, better have that fresh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so that one was a 3 out of 10. In my notes, I have chicken was dry. Chicken came out of the hoagie. Only slightly better than Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should say the, the ranking scale. So a, a 1 to 10. So a 5 is a, is a Primo's hoagie. Yeah, okay, right, right. Uh, what, what did we say? A 3 is a... Jersey, Jersey Mike's? Mike's, I think, is a three. And a, a Wawa is and a, a one. one. Yeah, a Wawa hoagie. Mm -hmm. Specifically at a Wawa where you're not allowed to use the public restroom. That makes sense. I've had the worst hoagies. <laughs> Suburb hoagies at Wawa's are yeah, bad. Yeah, it's the different. The inner good. city ones, they're, they're not good. It's true. Yeah. All right, so we will move on to spot number four. Spot, Pat, you're familiar with Lil' Nick's. Love Lil' Nick's. You mess with Lil' oh, Nick's, I God. know. They're my favorite sandwich. Yeah, Lil' Nick's is banging. Oof. Lil' Nick's is great. Yeah, when we w did the hoogie crawl last year, we got the chicken cutlet for them. Oof. Oh, my God. Ooh, the ah. Supreme. So good. With the oh, balsamic. Yep, yep. Oh, that's, that's my favorite shoot. one. That's eating, buddy. Yeah, great. You're killing it. But uh, this year, we did the roast pork Italiano. Mm-hmm. Also banging. It's delicious. Nine out of ten. Said that the pork was really juicy. It was really well cooked. And it was just a really solid roast pork. Like, I didn't do anything special or crazy, just really well made. Yeah, I feel like Little Nick's is a place where pretty much anything you order, it's going to be good. That's that inside family job, though. Like, they're all making their own meats. They got the mats next door, olives, yep. tomatoes, everything. I mean, damn. Yeah, because they got Big Fresh. Nick's across the, yeah. across the they street. Supply not even across the street. They're right next door. Right next Have you ever been in yeah. Big Nick's? Yeah, it's, oh. the same, it's the same people. That's is it the like brother. heaven? Is it just like a great oh little grocery Oh, my God. Always, there's always some kind of family drama going down. Like, 
we were in the other day, Hannah's in there like slicing up some uh, prosciutto or whatever, and the guy's cut it. He goes, You cut it too fucking thin! <laughs> and we're like, Oh, come on now. Or too thick it was, too thick. He cut this shit, you couldn't even peel it, it was so thin. I don't know how he got it so paper thin. I'm like, oh, Well, we're just eating slabs of prosciutto right now, but it's Chef's Kiss. I love that place. Nice. Yeah, that place is banging. What do we see? We saw that they had like a crab gravy. Every oh, Thursday yeah. in the summertime, they got crab gravy fresh. Every oh, Thursday nice. Ooh, right. okay. in the summer. So starting probably now now. Cause the last yeah, they had the sign out there when we were there. Oh, it's slamming. Mm, good to yeah. know. So yeah, that's on what? Basically 13th Shunk, Moy Mensing. Moy Mensing and Sh- yeah. I almost moved right around the corner yep. from there, which would have been great. But uh, yeah, it's right off Moy, mm-hmm. right off Broad and Moy Mensing, between mm-hmm. Broad and 13th. But uh, we will move on to one of the hits of the crawl. I think yep. we would all agree was uh, I just have it as Mancuso's. I don't remember like it's Lu- like Lucio, Lucio J Mancuso and Sons or something. No one got time for that. <laughs> but uh, we got the Caprese with prosciutto. Ten out of ten. Fantastic. Yeah. Hell yeah. This, raw, this, this sandwich ruled. They, uh, this was a place that used to just be a, a, a deli that did not make hoagies. Uh, the owner sadly died, and a neighborhood guy stepped up and took it over and was like, well, we already make our mozzarella in-house. Why don't we just sell hoagies? And I, I know uh, Polizzi gets their mozzarella from there, uh, and it did not disappoint. It was very good. Yeah, definitely go there, get something with mozzarella. Fucking good cheese. Yep. Yo, I'll also shout out the bread. That bread was good. Yeah. was really fresh. When I first saw it, I was a little skeptical because I was thinking the sandwich would be on a, a big, fat, seeded bun. No need, man. That bread was just baked to perfection. The balsamic on it was a really nice compliment to the mozzarella and the prosciutto. Mm. Yeah, so we'll get to some of the other highlights, but uh, that was certainly an early highlight for all of us. Yeah, definitely one of the best for sure. And that's essentially on what? Uh, Passion. Passion. Mifflin. Mifflin. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so then after that, took a walk all over to Artisan, famous... uh, Vietnamese French Vietnamese bakery. bakery. Yeah, great banh yep. mi. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing we got the banh mi. We got the uh, the tofu, tofu. banh mi. She's a great she just lost her husband too this year. Yeah, the main guy. Uh, yeah, he used to make a slamming breakfast sandwich bacon uh you get bacon and cheese on a croissant. Oh, croissant yeah, those are great too. So good. But she's super sweet. Just redid the whole kitchen too. Very good family. I will say he passed on his baking skills to his whole family because that bread was the mm-hmm. crispiest bread on the outside and then the softest bread on the inside. I think I've probably ever experienced. <laughs> that was delicious. Yeah, and that bread, you could tell it was made like yeah. probably mm-hmm. hours prior to our arrival. Like mm-hmm. it was super fresh. Mind you, at this point, it was probably like, what, 10? Yeah. 10 a.m.? It was pretty early. So that bread, it was early in the day. We were booking it. We yeah. were crushing the I mean, that place beans. closes at like two or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're their up, shit. Yeah, up early. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got the tofu banh mi. Came with this curry mustard sauce. That was so good. Mm. One of my favorite things we ate all day. I gave it a nine and a half. The only reason why I didn't give it a ten is because... As good as it was, I've had maybe one or two banh mi's a little better in my life. But, We're uh, spoiled no, with good banh mi's in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, I'll no disrespect. That. Like, if we lived in Cleveland, 
Ugh. We ain't getting a bond made nearly as good as this. So it would have been a 10 out of 10 if I was a Cleveland resident. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Cleveland, housing's pretty cheap out there. No. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll move You're on. You're going to go there and start a Guardians podcast? Start a Bob Meese podcast. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to always be here. You can't get a good hoagie out there or pizza. Miss yeah. me with that. So next we went over to Matt and Mike's, which was literally a block away. Got the buffalo chicken hoagie. Meh. It's five out of ten. It was yeah, on the level of a primo. Solid but unspectacular. I've heard like a lot of good things about that place. Yeah, but I just don't know what their signature thing is. So, we didn't uh, get it, yeah. If you're a frequent patron of Matt and Mike's and want to tell us what we should have gotten, send us an email at cypod.gmail.com. We would definitely <laughs> go back. You can DM us, Twitter, yeah, Twitter Instagram, at citypod. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it was solid, though. Yeah, it, yeah, was fine. it wasn't bad. I just, I, I think we fucked up the order. I think at Buffalo, they hide you hide a lot of the elements of the sandwich with a lot of hot sauce and blue cheese. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't a cutlet in buffalo, buffalo sauce. Chicken, it was buffalo chicken meat. like deli oh, slices. Yeah, yeah. And we that's all thought we were in the cutlet. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. Right. That's why we got it. I think we just kind of yeah. fucked that Interesting. One up. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. We, yeah. That makes sense. That Their Italian's out. probably good. Yeah. yeah. You know. How was like the roll? It was good. It was good. That's that's the main yeah. That's the main start right there. Yeah, like we said, it was solid. Just was unspectacular. No disrespect. Yo, but though after we ate, so after we ate Mancuso's artisans and Mike and Matt's, because we all ate, we ate them all at the same spot. That's when the lady ran into us. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta <laughs> talk about this for a second. Yeah. So we ran into a lady who saw our. Sh- we were. To paint the picture, we're all wearing matching shirts that I uh, beautifully designed. Yeah, uh, our cute designer. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they say hoagie crawl on it. And we get, you know, people asking what the hell it is a couple times during the crawl. And she's, you know, intrigued. Uh, and so we, we tell her what's going on. And she starts giving us praises uh, like we're 12-year-old boys. <laughs> Yeah. She's saying we're, she's proud of us. Uh, <laughs> it was like she was, she was talking to you guys as if we were a bunch of eight-year-olds running a lemonade stand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, this is so great. And she yeah. wasn't even much older. She was like maybe five years older. Yeah, she was like maybe late 30s. She's like, we love healthy male bonding. We're like, lady, we've been drinking since like 8.30. <laughs> and we're eating hoagies all day. There's nothing healthy about what we're doing. <laughs> But yeah, she was very nice. I will say, if she's if she's a listener of the pod, uh, you were very nice. Uh, but <laughs> don't don't say you're proud of us <laughs> for what we were doing. How do you guys, bitch? What? I mean, what? what, what? Yeah, we we're only we are allowed to be proud of the hoagie crawl. Yes. But um, here's where things picked up a little bit, at least for the next the bulk of the next handful of spots. We went to next Vincenzo's on ninth. Yes. Tenth. Ninth and Morris. Yeah, Ninth and Morris. We we hit them up last year. They were solid. Yeah, they're great. And uh, hit them up again this year. We got, excuse me, a meatball with broccoli rob. Yeah, it was like an Italian meatball situation. Uh, it was delicious. The meatballs were a little spicy. Uh, and Vincenzo's, he re- the guy who runs Vincenzo's, I don't know if his name is Vincenzo, but the guy who runs it remembered us from last year. <laughs> Uh, and he was like, yep, good luck again. <laughs> like, 
with a little look of slight disappointment, but also slight like happiness that we were back there. <laughs> uh, that guy's cool. Uh, shout out Vincenzo's. Yeah, nine out of ten in my book. Um, the meatballs were maybe a little salty, but like you said, Nick, really spicy. The sharp provolone on that thing with the broccoli rob. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, broccoli rob and a meatball is nice. Yeah. Yeah, the meatball sandwich doesn't get enough love these days, man. We had Antony's down there on 13th in uh Yeah, theirs Oregon. were awesome. Their meatballs were banging. After that, after they closed, I haven't really had a great meatball sub since. So the Vincenzo sandwich was, was really refreshing. Just I also respect a meatball sandwich that's not just marinara and mozzarella yeah you don't yeah, need all yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like a messy ass meatball like i, res- I respect a, doing a different spin on a meatball sandwich right. they're sloppy enough without the sauce you don't need all that all the time yeah mm-hmm. that's good every once in a while yeah. but i like a different take on things yeah you know speaking of different spins just a little off to- oh, it's on topic but not on the hoagie crawl topic like 10 12 years ago i was playing a show in the the lehigh <laughs> valley area in kutztown right like we're like the band we're in the the hotel room and we want cheesesteaks right we order cheesesteaks oh no they deliver these cheesesteaks it's a cheesesteak with fried onions and obviously beef and cheese with marinara (laughs) like what the hell what are you thinking you didn't order pizza steaks no we just ordered straight up that's what we we had to look and be like did we order pizza steaks? Mm-hmm. They probably no. just fucked up your order and gave you pizza steaks. I think that's just how they do it out there in the boonies, man. I think that ain't people even that, that don't understand no, how yeah, to like make a sandwich insane. in general, that's just stupid. Mm-mm. And speaking as someone who was raised, born in Pennsylvania, raised in Florida, everybody in the entire country does not understand how to make a fucking Philly cheesesteak. In the entire world, it always comes on the worst roll humanly possible with fucking bell peppers. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, like, what mm-hmm. are you fucking doing? Come like, the now. shittiest American cheese. Like, it just, I don't know why everybody thinks bell peppers immediately go on a cheesesteak. If you want to add that, they just put. I feel like because if you're just, like, looking, if you're, like, not familiar with it, and you're just looking this up, and it's like, oh, it can't just be that simple. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. There must be, there must yeah. be more of this. We There's got to be something this. green on this. Yeah, <laughs> so it can't just be cheese and onions. Like, that's crazy. And meat. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why they always put all this, like, bullshit on it and fuck it up. Like, but yeah, anyway. you've seen people in South Philly. Right. They're happy. They're big, but they're happy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right. So next, we hit up Gooey Louis, um, which I have heard things about for years just because it's great Philly deli. Been we got for a, while. a corned beef special hoogie. Um, corned beef special is typically a Jewish type sandwich. Um, when we ordered it, when our friend Dean, shout out Dean, dear friend of the pod, when he ordered it, they asked him if he wanted it on a hoagie roll or just on, I guess, sandwich roll, like Kaiser bun or whatever. I think they said rye. it normally comes on a regular oh, roll. Oh, on rye. comes yeah. on rye. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, no, can I get it on a hoagie roll? And they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we probably made our own mistake there because when we got it, it was just... A- Probably three pounds of corned yeah. beef. Yeah, too with much. A, like a pound of slaw. Not usually want to complain about too much meat on something, right. but that was too much. 
And I was also like kind of dying at this point because we had eaten so much and so. Corned beef special is usually heavy on the meat. The I'm usually yeah, small, like I'm usually on like a I'm sure Gooey Louis is great, but I'm usually I'm just not a corned beef guy. That's not something I would typically order. So Maybe I just, you should have said something when we were here. Oh no, I don't the... care. <laughs> For the sake of variety. Well, I'll also say at this point, we've been walking around and Yeah, we in were hot and sweaty. You had just run home. Heat. Yeah. yeah, I just said run This home. was not ideal hoogie like weather. That's 99% humidity. Mm-hmm. We were sweating our asses off, and we're eating a giant corned beef sandwich under 95, right yeah. by the Target. Like, fucking psychos. But it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was solid. I would eat it again, just under... More ideal circumstances yeah. of eating something like that. Mm-hmm. Six and a half out of ten. Next comes one of the showstoppers, man. Not Indian cheesesteak. That's next. But before that, we had the Henry. At Dolores. Uh, Dolores. Dolores, the vegetarian one. Dolores. Yeah, I think uh, if you're anywhere in South Philly, you know about Dolores. Banging hoagie spot on 2nd of Mifflin. I can walk there from my house in five minutes. We got the Henry, it's the veggie hoagie with fried zucchini. What else is on there? It's eggplant, eggplant right? Yeah, eggplant. eggplant, roasted red pepper, yeah. onion. Mm. Yeah. The eggplant gave this a really nice texture. A lot of times you don't have that in veggie hoagies yeah. or veggie sandwiches. So, yeah. And it's fried really, nice. really well, too. It's not like overtly fried where you just feel like you're eating, you know, a fried hoagie basically mm-hmm. uh, like all this stuff is done really well Dolores is great every time we do the hoagie crawl I tag them and they they message me on Instagram being like thank you for like you know you know shouting us out and I was like thank you for making delicious ass hoagies so Dolores is great their poo bear is slamming too the poo bear yeah, that's, what we got that's the first on, crawl got so that. yeah that's amazing the fried pickle on that oh my god yeah, that was probably top what a genius holy shit is. and it's like a whole spear too yeah, yeah. Oh god. you don't it, expect that yeah the poo bear too it has that sweet like mm-hmm. it's got like a honey, honey, honey it's got mm. honey ham honey mustard mm. oh, my oh my god yeah fuck yeah I said about Dolores as we were doing the crawl like some places they just fry everything because that's what they do. It's their gimmick. Mm-hmm. Dolores only fries something if they know like this is going to be the finishing touch. They to fry with yeah. care. A bang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they fry things with purpose. I think that was the exact phrase I used. Yeah. They fry with a purpose. Do we want to listen in real quick on the Flyers' twenty-second pick coming up right now? Mm. Yeah, we can just keep going. Yeah, I'm talking hoagies. Yeah. Plus, man, we we can't stop the show now. Yeah, yeah. We Did got. Just trade it? Is that a trade? No, that was from before. Uh, we got next up one of the tens sleeper, the sleeper of Philly. Actually, one of the yeah. best cheesesteaks you'll get in Philly, Little Sicily Two, down there in the plaza, on <laughs> the uh, gas station the in the Wawa, Columbus Boulevard, oh, Delaware Avenue, next to the Wawa. Uh, it's we call it the Indian cheesesteak. Shout out Dave, may he rest in peace. But uh, I think it's called the spicy, the spicy cheesesteak. Yeah. And Little Sicily, too, man, if you've never been there, one of y'all can describe it. I'm talking too much. <laughs> I, I don't get why it's named Little Sicily. First off, I don't get why it's the second version of Little Sicily. And I don't yeah, know I don't why they don't just come up with their own branding because it's a, like, Indian-run Italian spot, which is awesome. Uh, but I just don't really get why they're just calling it Little Sicily, too. Uh, but they have a... a a spicy cheesesteak that is, you know, you can get chicken or beef, and then obviously the cheese. It's got cilantro on it, 
Mm. which is a nice touch. And then I think a, like a spicy mayo and then whatever they cook the, the meat in, like harissa seasonings or whatever, is, is banging and absolutely spicy. What's going on, Trevor? I'm sorry. I, I don't want, I hate to interrupt, but the Flyers just drafted a guy named Oliver Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying not to grab him. <laughs> He's a defenseman who plays in London, uh, Ontario. Bonk. Oh, his name's Bonk, Oliver baby. Bonk, and he has like a mullet. <laughs> this guy fucking rules. <laughs> Is that him right there? Yeah. All right, baby. Ollie Bonk, baby. Hell yeah. Ollie Bonk. All right. Yeah, he's going to be, you know, oh, he's going to be hanging dude. out at Bonk's bar in Port Richmond, man. Oh, yeah. They're going to have Hopefully. his name yeah, on the yeah, side of the bar. Be, they yeah. have a mural of him on the side of the wall. <laughs> Damn, All right, Ollie Bonk. I like that. Oliver Bonk. OB. <laughs> no <laughs> idea who this guy is. I'm getting that jersey tomorrow. I love the pick. Love the pick. <laughs> but, uh, team Bonk. <laughs> bonk. Yeah, we'll have to get Team Bonk an Indian cheese stick, man. He'll probably be a fan. But it was probably just Keith Jones being like, "Yo, this guy's got a funny name." Yeah, this guy. It will look great on the back of a jersey. All right, we got him. All right, back to Ogies. Words. So, yeah, a little Sicily too. Nick, were you saying something or was I saying something? I forgot. I was saying something, but it's all good. It's a great cheese steak. Go fucking eat it. <laughs> Yes, You'll so. understand. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. There's, uh, I, I've had, uh, if, if you live in West Philly, you've been to Gojo and had their cheesesteak. It's similar to that, but this one's better. Similar, but this is, the Little Sicily 2 version is better. Yeah, what I'll also say about Little Sicily 2 is I went there the very next day and got the chicken Indian cheesesteak. Yeah. was also very good. And I got the masala fries. Oh, yeah, those are nice, too. Essentially just really spicy fries with, like, a little Indian flavor to them, but very good. Um, Then I was scoping out the menu. I was texting about this in the group chat. Um, The pizza, the Indian-style pizza that they have also looks banging. So we cannot shout out enough Little Sicily, too. If you ever want to know, or if you ever want to get what is the best cheesesteak in Philly... Might be them. Definitely the most interesting. And uh, I don't know why their location is such a weird fucking place, but you would never expect it to be in the yeah. the, the gas station. They do business there. There's always people. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, yeah. it was popping when I went on Sunday. There's still again. beer there, too, so that doesn't, help. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> Let's go get drunk in Little Sicily, too. <laughs> Done it before. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, we will move on to Rocco's. Uh, the famous Rocco's in the Home Depot uh, next to the Walmart on If you Delaware know, Avenue. you know. Yeah. Um, so from there, we got the Rocco special. I have in my notes that there was a hot Italian sausage and a cheesesteak. Yes. Yeah, cheese so they chop up a hot Italian sausage and then mix it in with a cheesesteak. And then we did onions and cheese, um, which is very good. I think we fucked up, though, getting two cheesesteaks in a row again and like. 80s fucking mm-hmm. five yeah, degree we weather and humidity. On that pier. There was the storm clouds were over Center City. It was thundering. We were like just pounding this cheesesteak, trying to get out of the sun. Uh, I will. I will say. I. I. You know. Definitely. Cosign. Uh, Rocco's hot Italian just sausage sandwich oh, yeah. is probably the best sausage sandwich in the city. 
Uh, cheesesteak was good. What did, what rate, rating did we give it? A six and a half. But yeah. what I also mm. have in my notes was I was very candid. We were very candid about this as a group. It kind of suffered from being eaten right after the, the Indian cheesesteak. Yeah. Like if I had just had that sandwich just to start my day, probably seven, seven and a half, maybe even eight out of ten. But comparing it to the Indian cheesesteak, which was hard not to do, I think it suffered a little bit. Right. Yeah. And then we had a long walk back. Then we stopped there. at your house. Yeah, we were dying at yeah. that point. Get some air conditioning in on us. And it's a good thing we did because it did rain while we were at your place. Yeah. Then the rain clouds disappeared. The sun came out. We went to Antonio's. Was that when we seen those other girls coming out of that place? Oh, on yeah. We saw them come out of the Dutch on Pashyank. Uh, and they, first off. They tried to tell us to go to Primo's. They, yeah, the first suggestion they gave us was Primo's. It's like, miss us. What with the that. fuck are you talking about? Nothing wrong with Primo's. Yeah, but, but come on. Come on. Uh, Hoagie crawl. Mm-hmm. Like, we've all had, we've all had that. Uh, but then they did suggest some good things. I think they suggested Dolores, and I think they suggested Rich- Richie's. Yeah, yeah, they Richie's. Did. Yeah. Uh, so they knew a little bit of what they were talking about. But again, you know, some some random strangers being weirdly proud of what we were doing uh, when they should not be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was just like they come out and they're just like, "Oh shit, what are they doing?" And then they start asking us about hoagies and like acting like we're from out of town. It's like, no. Yeah. We know damn well where we're going. But lady, I know more about hoagies than you. I guess to like in their defense, yeah, you might see people walking around and think like, "Yeah, these guys don't know what's up. I'm going to try to tell them a thing or two. I wouldn't do that personally. I mean, yeah, if you just yeah. if you just like saw a bunch of dudes in, in our shirts, you would you might think that they were tourists on some kind of uh, thing that you sign up for or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Little do they know that we're suffering yeah. through the heat. This is, <laughs> yeah, we by this point we've had I guess this was around twelve to thirteen hoagies. Probably drank several beers. So no, we st- we weren't drinking that fast. It was just too hot and we we're too full. But uh whatever. Anyway. So the next stop was Antonio's on where's that at? On Federal? Federal and eleventh. Like between tenth and eleventh. Yeah, somewhere around there. We got their crispy tomato hoagie. That was really good, man. Very good. So I gave it... Actually, I only gave it an 8. I'm kind of surprised. But it was solid. Uh, the bacon, the fried tomato. Very with good. With some turkey. It was just the perfect combination. Some nice crunch. The turkey was nice and juicy. Bread was really good. It was a solid sandwich. Yeah, I think we got the... We, got, we fucked up last year and got a vegetarian from them and then i accidentally ordered a roast pork thinking i was ordering from another deli so i had to run back there and get another hoagie from them uh and their menu is interesting they've got some they've got some other stuff that i want to try they have like an anchovy hoagie yeah. that you know that like, sounds good yeah like that's interesting yeah. they have like some stuff that's like different and also shout out their like interior looks like the most south philly like deli there's like <laughs> yeah. meats hanging everywhere uh, they're always very nice when you're in there. Antonio's is cool. I, I definitely need to explore their menu a little bit more. All right. So wrapping up here, we got a few more places. So next was Richie's on 11th. Yep. Um, so we got from them. We just got a straight pepperoni, but it wasn't it wasn't cooked pepperoni. It was or it was cured pepperoni. It wasn't like a hot pepperoni. Um, so it was essentially it was very much like an Italian. Yeah. Without some of the other meats, which 
by this point in the day, it's four o'clock. You've been sweating your ass off. You're 15 hoagies deep. <laughs> uh, you probably don't want an Italian with all those meats. So it was a nice change of pace. Wasn't really heavy, but the pepperoni, they had a decent amount on there. Complimented the provolone really well. Uh, surprised we only gave it a six and a half, but I mean, it was a couple steps above Primo without being spectacular. So I think that's fair. Yeah, I am not a biggest fan of Rich, Richie's Richie's as other people. I feel like, I don't know. I just, they're a solid deli. But they're on Gold Belly, which is that like site you can, uh, you can like get hoagies oh, shipped yeah, all across the yeah. country and shit. Uh, and I and I think they were on like they were on some TV show. They got named like America's Best Deli or some bullshit. And I mm. think they're like been resting on their laurels a little bit too much since then. Mm-mm. It's not a true Philly deli, man. You always got to stay hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hungry dogs run fast. <laughs> exactly. Make dude. hoagies better. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, wrapping up here, last couple places, uh, we have the Pop-Up Cafe on 8th and Christian. Um, so it's another Bon Me spot. Little hole in the wall. Yeah, you would walk by this yeah, place. I've walked place. by this place a thousand times and never knew it was there. But uh, we got the fried fish Bon Me. Fried fish was an interesting choice, but what I will say is when we got it, that fried fish was excellently cooked. I'm the seafood poppy, and I couldn't have made it any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we made the right decision of of eating that relatively quickly after ordering it, uh, instead of kind of like waiting to get some other hoagies and like eating them all at once. Because uh, yeah, the fresh fish was definitely fresh fried fish was definitely nice on that bami. Me. You also have that the bami was a decent size, right? Sometimes right. Yeah. You get some bami's that excuse me, they taste great. But they're just a little lacking in size. This one was pretty big. Everyone got a decent size by their bread and a decent size by their fish and nice jalapeno on there. Yeah. yeah, I think they had avocados on there too, right? Right, yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, that was a good spot. They have some they have they had a decent amount of like different fillings for bamis that I don't see at all places. They also had like some pho and stuff like that. I wanna I wanna try that place out more often when I'm in the Italian market. Word. And then I think we had one last spot. Yeah, we had Paisanos. We tried to go to what, George's? We tried to go to George's. They yeah, had sold, sold out. out. Yeah, we wanted, what was it from them? They have a veal. Um, yeah, the veal mm, cheesesteak. It's steak. like a veal cheesesteak. That's it's like a chopped good. veal cheesesteak. Which, That's gotta be good. you know, don't support the uh, farming of veal or whatever, but it's delicious. It's I rock with it. I fucking yeah, love veal. I'll eat it every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those cows. Moo Moo Kachoo, baby. I fucking love him. Okay, <laughs> he, goes, he goes out and eats Ortolan. Yeah. Foie gras. Fuck them baby cows. He eats them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so we tried to go there. Couldn't get what we wanted. So we quickly pivoted to Paisanos, which we got three hoagies. Yeah, the yeah, final, shout out the, grand, Lewis, the grand finale. Lewis know? being hungry and joining us late in the crawl pushed us over the edge to get three different hoagies. Yeah, which we're very glad that we did because all three were great. Um, so I only have the ingredients written down for two of them. For the third one, I just had the name and nothing else. So <laughs> y'all have to fill in the details there. But the one, the first one, the Paisano, was along with Indian cheesesteak and the... Uh, Caprese from Mancuso, 
was the other one we gave a full 10 out of 10. It was a brisket and roasted red peppers. Just excellent. That brisket was delicious. What kind of cheese did they have on there? I forget exactly, but I feel like any anytime a hoagie is named after the actual name of the restaurant deli, it's you know it's going to be banging. Yeah, I think that probably one of the best hoagies I've ever had in my life. The bread was terrific. My notes, a great, great sandwich. <laughs> uh, next we have the Smiley John. This one was really interesting, man. It had gorgonzola and balsamic with a bacon jam. What was mm. the meat on it? Uh, I think it was a um, like a roast beef. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it did have that roast beef, which was like really well done. Yeah, that was banging, dude. The bread was awesome. I'm surprised I only gave that a 9 out of 10. I think it was because someone was like, yeah, I don't like this sandwich. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of like some of those flavor combos. I think... Was it? I think Steve is a fan. I think you weren't necessarily a fan of those flavor combos. No, I think it was the other way around. The second one we had, I thought you really liked the third one we had. The third one I did really like. I forget what that was. But yeah, I mean, I'm just you know, no knock on them. It's great hoagie. Just you know, I'm not ordering that by myself. Specific sort of thing that's going to be a little polarizing. Yes. Word. I thought it was good. Then the last one, the Pampanella, I have it as a nine out of ten. I think I took two bites because I was so full after eating 19 hoagies and walking around in the sun, drinking beer all day. Uh, I have the ingredients of that one. Yeah, go so for it. So sliced pork loin, basil pesto, roasted tomato, onion, sharp provolone, sweet roasted pepper, arugula, and paprika mayo, which yeah. is basically every single thing that I like in this world. <laughs> that one was very good. That was yeah, delicious. Yeah, was very good. It was a good way to end it. The grand finale right there. Yeah, so I think we were all in agreement that Paisano's... Oh, the Pisan- the, the Paisano's, I forgot, had a fried egg on it. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah you're like right. a drippy fried egg. That was amazing. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, that place rules. They, like, just kind of reopened up recently, too. Yeah, they were in the Italian market for a little while. Uh, they, they, they moved out, uh, like, nine years ago, maybe just shy of 10 and then i think they were open up around fishtown northern liberties area and then the guy he's he's moved around a bit but he's he's back in the italian market where he started and uh you know feels right feels like he belongs there (laughs) yeah and i mean he makes a great sandwich there and he'll be there for a while hopefully yeah Got to touch our, our favorite greased pole while we were there. <laughs> that thing's still greasy. You touched it. Two months after the Italian pole. market festival. You eyed up. You figured it I out. I still got grease on my hand, man. <laughs> Two <laughs> months you later. You haven't, you haven't watched that hand since. Just, <laughs> yeah. It was such a great day. You want to remember it forever. You have a hard time of these beers dropping around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess that'll do it for the hoogie crawl. Do we got anything else to say about it? It's great. Nah, Everybody should do it with their friends. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, if you're here in Philly, it's uh, nowhere better to eat a bunch of hoagies, point blank. <laughs> Let it be known. Yeah, just got to make sure you start early like we did, because yeah, some guys start... don't close too damn early. Yeah. Yeah, if you're interested, hit me up, because I, I, I map them all out so that we can get them all in time before they close. I'll send you the uh, the list. Yeah. If you pay me. 
Yeah. <laughs> the secret, <laughs> the secret list that we just went through in detail. Yeah. For the past that is half recorded hour. for everyone. They'll have to make you go. You'll get more listens. They'll have to rewind and listen again. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, we got to start figuring out ways mm-hmm. how to pimp the system. Yeah, yeah. You want a nice double dip, double dip list. All right. Well, I guess that's going to just about do it for us here. Leave us a five star review. Where Hold up. Your, uh, what? Does Nick have oh, yeah, anything Nick, you to got plug? You got to get better at that. I oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, only for friends that are actually you know friends with me. I am running an ultra marathon August fifth in Cooper River Park over in Jersey. Okay. It's twelve hours. Uh, come, Monica will be hanging out. There will be beer. Uh, and you can watch me run like a fucking idiot around a loop you a just million run the park times. four times? Yeah, so it's a 3.75 mile loop, and I have 12 hours to do it as many times as I oh, humanly okay. possibly can. That's right by Hannah's parents' Damn. house. Yeah, we're we, we going to tailgate it. I'll bring the Eagles van down. 12 hours? Yeah. You're just going to be running for 12 hours? I'm going to try to run for 12 Well, when should we get there? When should people that want to come It starts at 7 a.m., goes till 7 p.m. I'll bring the Eagles van. We'll tailgate that whole thing. Yeah, tailgate it. Like I have a drink for 12 hours before the parking lot. We're talking wings. We're talking beers. We're talking tea. We're talking breakfast food first. We're talking Texas Tommies. Then we're talking dogs. Then we're talking cheesesteaks. Then we're talking go. more beers. Oh, is shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the food I can eat. I feel like I would start hallucinating. What is like this? Feel like August 5th? Is August it Saturday? 5th. Yeah, it's Saturday. Yo, we in there, yo. Yeah. Nick runs around the river. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and listeners, y'all got to be there, too. And uh, Yeah, come out and uh, support our boy. I guess the last thing I mentioned, I mentioned at the start of the pod. Hey, kickball man, I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. Had a great time. Left me a little sore, not going to lie. Getting too damn old to be playing a kid's game. But if you're around, 4th of July, Marconi Plaza, hit me up. We'll play. You'll probably be sore too. But hopefully you don't have a bunion and don't do a hoop on the day before like me. Yeah. Yeah, come refreshed and prepared. Well, that will just about do it for us here. <laughs> After we got all that in, uh, leave us a five star review wherever you listen to your podcast. Please send us an email with any questions, comments, death threats, whatever you want at <laughs> citywidepod at gmail.com. And from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. See ya.